There. Let's do a little like thirty second <laughs> breather. All right, man. You got your notes ready for Pantera? <sighs> I've got the notes that are about as noty as notes can be. Folks, we're back for another episode of A-Sides. Brent and Andy are back together again, again. And, Fuck uh, yeah! Yeah! So this time, we're going to get all up in your face with some fucking metal. Chicka, 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 Yeah, because I think that's what <laughs> we do best, like I should is do. talking about metal bands, right? Probably. Probably. Most likely. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So... I'm trying to think of the backstory of how we came up with the idea to do this particular band, since we haven't exactly said who it is yet. But Well, you've been buying some of their records lately, and I saw that they've reissued a whole bunch of stuff, and I was kind of excited about one of their reissues that came out in January, and I'm still on the fence about if I should buy it or not, because it has a whole bunch of bonus stuff. I don't know if I'll listen to it as much, but I, I feel like it's cool. But, like, they put out Reinventing the Steel in, like, a two-disc <clears throat> yeah. thing. I've almost ordered it, like, 80 times, and I just haven't yet. But yeah, I'm so go- you're probably I'm in the same to. mindset as I am, yeah. Now I have to, because it's the only yeah. one I don't have on final, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, now I'm just to that point of, like, well, fuck, now I guess I have to, because it's, you know, i got to complete the collection. <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously we're talking about Pantera, since we didn't yeah. do an official, uh, you know, yeah, intro. we're kind of bad at the intros, but once we get going, well, I think we're like. I think the problem is, is we've already, we usually start, we do an intro, and then we start drinking. Yeah. Now we've already been drinking, recorded an episode, and now boom, we're doing the official Pantera episode. But we probably needed to be warmed a up. A few more drinks in yeah. for this one, like even than we are now, because I feel like yeah. if Dimebag was still alive. He would expect us to be super fucked up by the time yeah. we even did this and not remember what we said the next day. So I feel like we're kind of letting him down if you want me to go hit the pause button and then, like, do a bunch of shots. Yeah. All right, let's go. And we're back. <laughs> no, we didn't really do that. <laughs> uh, so what are we drinking, though, today? We are drinking, well, you probably remember the name more than I do. Was it just Red Eye Texas Habanero? Yeah. Bloody Mary mix? Yeah, because you're, like, more of the Bloody Mary aficionado. Uh, than I am. Aficionado is a bit of a big word oh. to describe me, but <laughs> it's I do drink them pretty a damn. A lover of Bloody I, Marys. You're an enjoyer. I drink them pretty often. I don't get too experimental with them, but I don't know. I find something like I would have bought this one. If I would have came oh, across okay. this on a shelf, I think I would have said, oh, I got to try this one. Oh, so I did good? So you did good. And it, it is good. I was trying to find something appropriate at, like, Friar Tuck. And I'm like, what would fit Pantera? Because I know sometimes I bought different things. or I'm always trying to. Because yeah. you, you almost set the bar high with drinking. And I'm kind of like the foo-foo guy. So I'm trying to come up to your level. And I, I set was the like, bar high with drinking. What would, what would fit, like, the Pantera um, um, episode? And I saw, like, Texas Bloody Mary mix. So I was like, well, fuck. They're from Texas. 
Fuck yeah. So, yeah. Well, we could have drank Black Tooth Grins. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that their, like, signature drink that, that Dimebag used to always mix oh, I don't for know. everybody? I think, if I remember correctly, it was just, like, wild turkey with just, like, a splash of Coke, just enough to make <laughs> it black. It might have been, like, some other liquor, too. I don't know. But I think it was huh. just wild turkey with just, like, a little splash of Coke. But those mm. guys partied fucking hard. And, well. Um, that know. kind of Coke? I'm sure, no. But I'm sure there was plenty of that. They probably did, too. But um, they were definitely hardcore drinkers. And yeah. Pantera's a band I regret not seeing live. I mean, I saw Phil with the Ill- <coughs> Illegals opening for Slayer. And it was cool because they just did, like, you know, pretty much all Pantera yeah. set. But um, I never saw Pantera back in the day, and it kind of bums me out, you know. I was young, and I think the oldest I maybe was the last time. The last time they came through Peoria, I think, was on... I remember they came through, I think, when I was in high school. It must have been, like, 2000. Like, I the Reinventing the Steel Tour, probably, right? Oh, did they? I was thinking, mm-hmm. I don't remember them coming through on that one. Maybe they did, but I don't know why the fuck I wouldn't have gone to that. Hmm. But, like, Southern Trend Kill, I was pretty sure they did, and I didn't go. Um, you know, my parents Maybe they were bummers. They, they didn't canceled, let me go. Because weren't they opening up for Sabbath or something like that, and then that got canceled? Yeah. I don't know. I was, yeah. like, really young. Oh, I was yeah, kind of you know like what? a teenager listening to Rock 106. You're right. And we kinda it got canceled. It was, the, it was the Sabbath uh, reunion thing. I remember... Yeah, that was 99. It was 1999. They were oh, going to come, and that got canceled, yeah. And I actually was thinking about going to that. I didn't buy tickets or anything yet, but that was one where I was, like, finally out of high school and was like, oh, fuck, I could go, you know. I can go if I want to because my parents, uh, yeah. they just didn't let me go to concerts and shit. Like, I had to s- sneak out, like, to go see Motley Crue and, like, yeah. lie where I was at, like, on the Generation Swine Tour in 97. I was a junior in high school, but, you know, did what I had to do to go see the crew. And then for some reason, yeah, I just never saw Pantera. I guess it's one of those bands, though, like, in all honesty, I think we all thought we had a little bit more time with them. And then it all kind of went to shit. And then... Well, yesterday don't mean shit. But yesterday (laughs) don't mean shit. Andy's on a kick with that, by the way. The whole time we were mixing Bloody Marys, he found a way to work that into the conversation. Yeah. And I feel like he wasted all the good ones. But yeah, like, it, you know. It actually did work in perfectly. I was saying it before then, and then your wife Courtney said something, and it fit perfectly. Yeah. I think she was like, here, I'll just say it. She was like, how were the Bloody Marys? And I was like... Oh, I'm gonna be sorry tomorrow, and you're like, I'm always sorry tomorrow, and I'm like, Well, yesterday I don't mean shit. <laughs> you got a good metal voice. We should start a band. Um, we were going to band of fuck, band right? Of fuck. Andy's the lead singer, so did I all I can do is yesterday I don't mean shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna even do it. I'm laughing, too. dude. Much. I think that I think you grabbed my Bloody Mary, and I I don't care. <laughs> Oh, wait. Uh, does yours have two pickles in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Oh, well. You've oh. already been drinking out of it. doesn't matter now. We've shared our COVID with each other. Oh, sh- Look, man. Yesterday don't mean shit, so. <laughs> I don't know how the hell that happened. How did that happen? Because I know I put a second pickle in there. I know. How did that happen? I don't know. Somehow. 
Maybe I just grabbed my beer and this and then walked away and you grabbed that. I don't really give a shit. If you've already been know. drinking out of it, then. Is yours like I just a lot stronger? I might have made that one stronger is what yeah. I'm kind of worried about. I, I definitely, uh, I was pretty. Yeah, because I was like, wait, back, I don't dude. have the guitar. Here, you've only taken like one sip out of it. Because, dude, I did like kind of, I got pretty fucking liberal with the oh, vodka really? pouring on that one. Like to the point to where like even for me, I was like, oh, shit. And I don't have to drive, so it's not that big of a deal. You have to operate a motor vehicle. So, well, driving we, home don't mean shit. We don't we don't <laughs> condone drinking and driving, folks. Yeah. So, true, true. Yeah. Sorry. God damn it. Anyhow, um, went off the rails with that one. Uh, right. Turned into a fucking public service announcement. Yeah. Are we damn, doing a podcast man. about metal or are we doing an after school special, Andy? Both. Okay, so what do we do here? We picked our top ten Pantera songs, yeah. right? Yeah, we did. But first, what what was your introduction to Pantera? What was my introduction to Pantera? Why would we talk about yesterday, Andy? Oh, when, all right. When yesterday don't mean shit. All right. No, so I'm just not... kidding. I just it was, was a way a to one. it was yeah. a way to work it in. You know, see, that I was, was I feel like I was patient with it, and that's why it worked. Yeah. I don't really know my introduction to Pantera. Junior high. Yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> I remember, I remember, you know, kind of slowly but surely getting exposed hmm. to them, but I don't remember one moment that kind of, I don't know. You got something better than that little babble that I just did that meant I nothing? don't either. I think it was just through, like, uh, probably, I don't think I ever heard of them. Oh, wait. Here's how I heard of them. I think it was Mighty Ducks 3. For some reason, you know Joshua Jackson, I swear. I didn't go back to the movie to find this out, but I think Joshua Jackson in that movie said he was listening to Pantera. And I was like, what well, What band is this? So and then I, you put it on and was scared. Yeah, and then like, I think I heard him fuck? on the radio. And I was like, that's Pantera? In a Disney movie? What the, what the fuck? I don't know. Huh. But That's yeah, like I crazy. swear, maybe I should have looked that up. But I feel like I'm a credible source. So, Mighty Ducks three, Joshua Jackson. There you go. Turn me on to Pantera. There's no one that's gonna remember that and have it not be true. Yeah. And there's no one that's gonna admit into a microphone for everyone to listen that Mighty Ducks three was where you got turned on to Pantera. Yeah. I wouldn't even admit that I've seen that movie, Andy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I only remember seeing the first one. I don't think I remember the sequels. Hmm. Was it still Emilio Estevez? Yeah, I think the second one, they were... So the first one, they were kids, and Emilio Estevez is kind of like just assigned to them. Right. Or he's like demoted. And then the second one, one, I think they're like playing in the World Cup of Mm. kids um, hockey, and they're playing the evil Russians, and they've got some cowboy kid on their team (sighs) now. And they got girls, and then they got, like, I don't know. I think there's... Were the cowboy kids cowboys from hell? Yeah, they add them. <laughs> I was just thinking they add more diverse, like, flavor to the um, um, the Mighty Ducks team. Because they're playing, like, Kind of like World Major Cup. League. Like, there was, like, a Willie Mays Hayes, and there was a wild thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just kind of... So then I think Mighty Ducks 3, they're in, like, college, or they're, like, prep school kids. And they're, like, yeah, they're, like... Experimenting with drugs and sex and... And heavy metal. And heavy metal. And fornicating. Fornicating. 
says fornicating. I don't know. It sounds like something they would say in that. That's a great fucking term, though. <laughs> it's like when you call fellatio, fellatio. Like, who calls it that? <laughs> oh, my God. Intercourse. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to have intercourse tonight? I know that's how I usually start off a hot, steamy night with the old lady. All right. So, I guess we've gotten through the introduction. And uh, it's time to just start counting shit down, Yeah, I, I suppose. So I don't know if you want to go first or if you want me to go first, but I'm going to say this. It's pretty tough to come up with 10. So you've got 10 honorable mentions? I didn't make any honorable usual... mentions. Oh, what? I said, fuck it, I'm not doing it. But it was really hard because like I feel like my list changes because this band, Yeah, it definitely just depends on the day of the week when you ask me. And there's like, so like I feel like the album Cowboys from Hell is so different from the other ones too, that it's like, I don't know. I love the whole fucking catalog, Cow- mm-hmm. or at least you know, skip all the fucking hairband shit before Cowboys. We're only probably yeah. counting like you probably don't have anything off of uh, Power Metal or any of that shit. On no, they're not even on like. Um... Apple Music, yeah. yeah I, I mean, how you'd find you it. have to find like bootleg copies of it yeah. and shit, which I think you can still find. Or what, like LimeWire? Is that still a or thing? Was it like Metal Magic was one of their yeah. albums. I don't know, but yeah. So I didn't count any of that shit, but I, I mean, I feel like it's tough because, like, if you're in the mood for Cowboys from Hell, or that's just like your favorite era of Pan, or if you're your favorite Pantera album. Like, you're probably not going to have a very diverse list. Uh, this is just my opinion. I might mm. be totally wrong. You might mm. be like, well, Cowboys mm. from Hell is my favorite album, but blah, 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 blah. But mm. I just feel like it's so different from the rest of them because Vulgar's where they kind of found their, like, yeah. the thing. Like, their sound. And then they just kind of fucking took off from there and became, like, this totally different band. I don't really know the fucking point that I'm getting at with this because I still love that album, but I guess I'm just saying, yeah. like, if you caught me on a day of... Like, you're saying Cowboys from Hell was like a transition because they had this, like, really cheese dick metal. Yeah. Then they kind of had this, and then they went yeah. into that groove metal. It thing. was definitely the segue of, like, it was kind of the in-between the two things. But it works really cool, but it's almost like the, its own thing. So it's almost like Vulgar and everything after was like this one band... Yeah. All the shit before Cowboys from Hell was this other band, but Cowboys from Hell was like this one band in this one moment. It's in time. like and A and then like half A and then B. Or I don't know how you would even do that. <laughs> right. or one I A, one B, and then two. I guess my point is it's like, like if I was just on a kick where I was listening to Cowboys a lot, which I've gone through those I mean like there was probably a period in time where I was like, Fuck yeah, Cowboys from Hell is like their probably their best album. Because, like I got into them, yeah. like, around the time, like, Far Beyond Driven came out, right? Like, was when I was probably first exposed to them. But, like, went back and got Vulgar Display of Power and got really into that and then bought Far Beyond Driven, and I actually didn't like Far Beyond Driven that much. Hmm. And for some reason, for years, Far Beyond Driven was, like, my least favorite album. And then, like, years later, like more like in my adult life, went back and was like, no, I really loved this fucking album. Hmm. But anyhow... You are an enigma. 
So I went like so. I, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I basically went from like vulgar display of power to far far beyond driven. Then I went back to Cowboys from Hell. I was like, holy fucking shit, this album's really fucking killer, you know. And then Southern Turnkill came out, and that was really what like when I was probably at my peak yeah. of really loving them guys. And I would say Turnkill is probably. I know we didn't do like a rank in the albums or anything, but that's probably. It's hard because there's not that many to tr- rank. Yeah, really. <laughs> but I would say Turnkill is probably my number one. And I maybe just feel that way because that's when I really, really fucking got into them. You know mm. what I mean? Like, and I was really like in love with that fucking album when it came out. I remember buying it at the East Peoria Co-op down the road here. I remember this girl that was a year older than me that had her license, and I didn't have my license yet, and she gave me a ride down there just so I could get it. Mm. I think she wanted to fuck, but we didn't. Yeah. So, really boring. Story. You're just too focused on the I album. I was. I didn't give a and fuck. You weren't focused on the girl. You're just like, I didn't give a shit about that ass. I just wanted the new Pantera album, and I got yeah. it. Never did get that ass. Sometimes though. you just got tunnel vision. You're just like, boom, yep. give me this album. So I got home and, yeah, we'll just save the rest of that story for yeah. the later part of this conversation because we're gonna start talking about our top ten songs. It's funny that you. Uh, you really mention uh, Cowboys from Hell, and you kind of like separate it from the other ones because I had never listened to that entire album until just the last couple of weeks, and it is like it's like different than everything else. It's yeah. like weird. I'll get into that later, but I just wanted to say, yeah, like yeah. I kind of feel you on that. It's like, yeah, it's it's like not Pantera, but it's still Pantera, right? And there's moments on that I love, but I feel like I kicked a few songs off my list just because I was like, man, I don't... Hmm. Like, like I love this song. Like, if I was going to do an honorable mention, two of my honorable mentions would probably be Heresy and Psycho Holiday. Hmm. I love those fucking songs, but... And, like, I had a hard time. Like, Heresy was on my list right up until, like... The yeah. last revision, like, no, huh. I can't. Like, there was just a song that I was like, I can't deny this song. It has to be on my fucking list, hmm. so. Well, why don't I start it off then? Because you mentioned two songs. And are you going in order? Did you rank them, or is it just ten? I did rank my ten. Okay. Because I feel like my last two I have on the list, or my top two, are probably my top two, but then the rest, it was just, like, kind of hard to, like, really say, like, I, dude, I always yeah. struggle ranking shit one huh. through ten. See, I always bitch out. I cop out on this every time. Here's a spoiler. Maybe, maybe I'm the bitch when it comes to Pantera because I feel like I thought I was kind of a fan, but after listening to so much you Pantera, nothing but covers, didn't you? No, like I'm not really <laughs> a fan. Like I like them in small doses. I yeah. guess is what I'll say. I like them in bursts, not like albums or I'll go like one or two songs and then. Pff, but then I would I was like jogging and running and I was listening to Pantera and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know if I can do this. But I like I like some of the stuff. But here's where I was going with this because you mentioned some stuff from, from Cowboys from Hell. My number ten is also from Cowboys from Hell and it's Domination. Nice. Yeah, that one was cool to me because it's just like I don't know. It's just. Heavy fucking in your face, and like some of the music sounds like Injustice for All, like that kind of heavy, like Metallica. That was probably the heaviest Metallica was, was Injustice for All. And then Pantera, it's like weird to say the heaviest Injustice for All was 
as heavy as Pantera was on like basically their first album in air quotes. Right. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I'm gonna cheat here a little bit mm-hmm. because I like I said, my shit's not really in order anyhow. Oh, until. but you have this song. So though? domination I have on my list as well. It wasn't quite like it wasn't gonna be the first one I was gonna say, but it was the next one. Like I've got oh, okay. it at number nine, but oh. it, like I said, like I'm not really ranking it, so Instead yeah, that of, one was just fucking heavy. It was yeah, I figure instead of talking about it twice, since it's basically I'm not like I'm not married to my order that mm-hmm. I have all this shit in. Um, yeah, that's just like that's the one song on Cowboys from Hell that I feel like fits the whole rest of their catalog. Yeah, because I guess what I'm saying is like it's funny that Metallica. That point in their career was like the heaviest they got, but then Pantera was like that heavy and then went even heavier. Oh, yeah. Boom. So they were like, their trajectory was like here and went even further. Yeah, I mean, Pantera kind of raised the bar. You know? Yeah, like I, mean, I guess that would be a better way than me doing like the hand motions. Yeah, hand things that people can't <laughs> see. You're a trajectory. Well, actually, that microphone is so fancy it picks that up too. Mm. Not really. I mean, obviously, I'm making that up. But Damn every time I say something like that, you respond like you believe me. So it freaks me out. Like, like oh yeah, like I have oh. to. Oh wow! Like I have to clarify that. No, I was joking. That microphone. They don't make those. I don't think. I don't know. I'm easily <laughs> persuaded. Or I don't know. So I don't know if uh, I don't know if we should now we would change the order up if I said my next one. It kind of. Get all crazy, get out of order and whatnot. So fuck it, go again. I'll get oh, well, confused. Well, why don't you go? Well, um, okay, I can go. I just feel like I'm going to confuse me and or yourself. Um, but so mine would be my second pick, my number nine, I guess, if we're calling this in order, would be Becoming off of Far Beyond Driven. Oh, fuck, dude. I love that. Like, just the fucking, like squeal riff thing the yeah whatever the fuck I know right you can't do it with your it's like a guitar riff you can't do with your mouth and not sound like I a know. fucking moron you know and I don't know something about the hook you know the whole like I am becoming God size yeah like I don't know like let's face it like a lot of Phil's shit is kind of like meathead lyrically he's kind of like this fucking like, like meathead a little bit or like I don't know, but that is kind of the spirit of some of that kind of metal. A lot too. of metal is kind of that. Yeah, that I mean, chest like pounding. Stuff. Yeah, testosterone. Right. Uh. But I mean, <laughs> I give him a little bit of leeway because he goes into some pretty emotional shit too, and, you know, and has some good lyrics. Some of his lyrics, sometimes I'm sometimes I'm like, ah, really, but. You know, sometimes he has great lyrics, too. I mean, I, I guess he just, you know, I don't know, man. He's mm. a uh, he's a meathead, but he's a deep meathead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if he's really a meathead, but it's just that, like, yeah. just that, like, yeah, I'm tough. Thing. Some meatheads have feelings, you too. Know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some of these, some of these guys. But... I don't know. I guess I don't have a whole lot to say about that song, but it's just one of those songs that Far Beyond Driven has a lot of stuff, like a lot of cool arrangements and a lot of Sometimes cool you don't need a reason. It just wanna... is like something you need to listen yeah. to and feel it. You can't describe it. You just got to be like, 
fuck, dude, let's get in the pit and go. And I think that's most of the stuff off, even though I don't pit, I don't mosh, yeah. I don't get in the pit. In fact, I'm scared of the pit, but I stay the fuck away from the pit. I don't want to get hurt. I'm not going to lie. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like any Pantera fan is listening to this is like, just shut it off right there. Like, fuck a pussy. But yeah, I mean, it is a song that just like, I don't get crazy and don't get rowdy when I listen to music. But does it sometimes make me feel like I just want to like, mm. you know, put my fist through the wall or something yeah and with you know becoming it's kind of like a yeah yeah maybe i'll just put my fist through the wall or my head you know so that's <laughs> your my, head through so that's my that's my story <laughs> just but like i said i'm a pussy so i would get the stud finder out and i would make sure i marked where the studs were <laughs> and i would aim right in between them <laughs> but then i've also done like a lot of drywall work like all of this, yeah. I, I don't. Looks pretty nice. Hey, man. thank I you. And I don't want to fuck it up. I know I yeah. don't want to put a hole in that drywall and have to patch it up. I fucking hate doing drywall. You ever sand that shit? No. Yeah, it fucking sucks, dude. Like mudding's terrible, and mm. then you sand it, and the fucking dust gets everywhere, and you know, I don't know. Let's get Bob yeah. Vila on the show sometime, and he'll tell you all about it. Otherwise, I think it's your turn to name your number nine. You had referenced. This recently, I think it was actually on our past episode, uh, The Great Southern Trend Kill, which you recently purchased on vinyl. So I have a song from that album for my number nine, and it is Floods. Nice. And it is kind of, then, so I don't know if I'm going to buy that on vinyl, because the reason why that one made my list was because of all the um, the solos and stuff. Right. And that might have been what was cut. Well, like I said, the version that I bought, I think, I have to listen to it. I'm hoping it didn't because the Rhino reissue was the one where it was cut. I don't know. Maybe we'll just have to listen to it after this. We'll just throw it on and listen to that song. And Yeah, because the song kind of was like, it was kind of like, nah, kind of middling. But then once he goes into the solos and stuff, I was oh, like. Oh, that's when it gets really I fucking was like, cool. Ooh, that yeah. is like fucking cool. And then it goes it into that is. whole like. Yeah, like I don't know. Like once once it kind of kicks into that second gear, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So yeah, that was one that was like, I had a hard time not having that on my list. I mean, like, yeah, that whole album, I had a hard time not making just like the bulk of that record my favorite, my top ten, you know. Um, yeah, because I think they said, like, technically, I don't know if this is true, but Pantera's, like, groove metal, and I think that this is a song where they really find, a, like, a groove or something. Like, this one has, like, a groove, I think. <coughs> it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know how other other um, ways to describe their songs, but just, I don't know, you gotta listen to them. I don't know. Like, Talking yeah. Bob doesn't do justice. no. No, there's a weird vibe to that. That record in particular, I always, like I said, that was my favorite. And I think it's because that's where Phil's lyrics really got cool. Really got dark. And it's weird because, like, that's where the band kind of started falling apart. And Phil was, like, I guess doing heroin and shit. And the band kind of, like was recording this record in one place. And Phil was recording his vocals in another like not even really in the same room working with the band and blah 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 and so it's weird because I guess you know maybe some people would listen to it and be like well it's 
doesn't sound like the band was as tight because they were all in the same room working together. Uh, some nerd might say that. I don't fucking know. But to me, it was always, I thought, their best. Like, it just, from the day it came out, I was like, man, this is a special fucking record, you know. There was a lot more dynamics hmm. on it, I thought. But not even just that. Like, all the dynamics worked, you know, as one, like, dark, cohesive unit that made sense as a record. Hmm. So my thought I don't know it was your pick and I just started fucking rambling yeah I don't know I don't know how to say this but like I'll just say it Great Southern Trendkill if we were gonna rank them that would be my least favorite album so I was almost kind of surprised I even had a song from it make the list sometimes people are wrong Andy, and yeah. turns out this is your day <laughs> usually I am because I was Luckily, like you were right I about was the like, Bloody Mary mix yeah like I was like Fuck Bark at the Moon. That's a shitty album. And now I'm like, oh, yeah. Journey to the center of eternity. I don't know if I, I like, butchered <laughs> that. That's some good singing. <laughs> we'll auto-tune that. It'll work out. Yeah. You'll just sound like fucking... A rock and roll rebel. That's got, like, a good little... I'm a rock and roll rebel. I don't know the drums. Look, I told you it was a great album. Yeah, and I didn't listen to I it. I told you. Well, you obviously did. You I think I listened to, to it, it, and I laughed. And then, and now I'm like, well, who's laughing now? Yeah, motherfucker. Well, you should All probably right. give Grey Southern Trend Kill about yeah. 80 more tries. It's yeah. probably my favorite, Maybe mostly because it's the one that like yeah. I was at my peak of listening to that kind of music. Yeah. So when it came out, I just was like, Jesus, this is so fucking good. Uh, so it speaks to you on that level. I lived with it for a long time, you know? You know? So is it my turn? Um, I've had two, and you've had two, right? Oh, yeah. Do we want to go back to you being first? Sure. I'll just so do with the next one, one, because I'm ready for this next one. I love this song, this... It's my number eight, and I love this song, and, like, I don't know. For some reason, I would almost put it at number one if I was in, like, a goofy fucking mood. But Is it because you've quoted it 80 times? Is it that one? No. Oh. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's Medicine Man. Oh, yeah. And it's so weird to me because why I said Cowboys from Hell is, like, a totally right other album. You have to, you have to put an asterisk on it because his vocals get really operatic almost and at first I was listening to this album and I'm like he's doing some King Diamond shit on here and he's like he's a medicine man he goes like real high and it's like I don't know but then there's some fucking groove like do 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 he's a medicine man I don't know I can't even I can't even get that I can never (laughs) even dream of getting that high but it's like I've always felt like Medicine Man was like my guilty pleasure on that album. Yeah, like it's like it's am so I supposed odd. to like it? But it is a really cool song. It almost just doesn't belong on that record. Yeah, like it sounds like like he's doing some fucking '80s shit, and they're like, yeah. "Come on, man, we want to fucking like rock it's out. Like We're the ready leftover, to rock out." It's the leftover from their cock rock days or yeah. something. Yeah, but that's why it stands out. I'm like, I can't not put it on here because it's so like, <laughs> I don't know. It's you know what I, like it I said, man. Out, it's it, like a guilty pleasure for me. Like it sticks in your head. Every once in a while, I listen to it and just think like, 
man, this is a really cool I song. I think it's like, just it's take too his bad hand. it wasn't on a He's different. He's a medicine man. Right. Maybe they should do a spoken word. And, all, and that's almost like a Dio lyric or something, yeah. too, you know? You think about it. It's crazy. That's fucking hilarious. Because I don't know anyone that would put that on their top 10 list, but that's pretty fucking good. It's, I oh, mean, really? it's one Nobody of those. Else would put it it's in one of those. Well, it's there. just one of those. <laughs> it's one oh, of those. around their number eight. It's one of those curveballs that you just. You know, only Andy would throw at somebody, and I appreciate it. I think it's great. I don't know, man. I was I like the song. I kept going back to that medicine man, and it was just like I like the song. Dude, it's catchy. It's, it's catchy. Just weird, like to think of somebody putting it on their top ten. I would have never even seen it coming from you. So, oh. you know, you threw the left hook and you fucking like I stuck knocked it, your man. Dick in the dirt. You knocked my dick in the dirt. Awesome, yeah. I knew That's you were gonna throw for. a left hook. I knew you were gonna walk in here throwing a left hook. Boom! I didn't, I didn't know it was gonna be in the dick. And I didn't know the dick was going to land in the dirt. <coughs> All right, so. All right. Now I pick my dick back up out of the dirt. Time for my number eight. My number eight is from Vulgar Display of Power. And this is a song that Another was one from that album. on my list. Well, I haven't put anything oh, from that. Neither one of us have had oh, one from oh, that wait. yet, have we? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where are we at? It. These goddamn Bloody Marys. All right. So. I had this on my list initially, and then I kicked it off for something else, and then I was like, and then a couple things came and went. I was like, all right, I'm overthinking this. You know, and nobody can see me doing these stupid hand motions, but I'm doing these frantic flailing of the arms. Uh, Regular people conceit from Vulgar Display of Power. It's like track number nine. It's a later track, and I always thought it was such a great song when I was like, young and once i discovered it i was just like oh man it's such a badass song you know because it's so and it's like we were just talking about like that caveman meathead kind of mentality <laughs> from phil and it really is like it's the like it's one of those moments where he is at his most cavemanish, <laughs> but it works like lyrically <laughs> It almost seems so fucking stupid now when I listen to it because it's just, you know, any streetwise son of a bitch knows don't fuck with this. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, dude. It's just kind of funny because it's literally like I can only picture him writing it while drinking and mad and like pounding his chest <laughs> at the same time. And it's just kind of fun. I guess like I make fun of it, but I like this kind of music. But I couldn't ever write that kind of music. You know what I mean? Like, I could never sit there and be like, yeah, don't fuck with me and, like, write shit like that. Like, I I couldn't ever write, like, the I'm going to kick your ass song, you know? And this song is that. (laughs) And it's so good at being that. It's so unapologetic at how it is just, like, you know, pounding on its own chest and fucking, you know, stroking its own dick and everything. So it's like, I don't know. I love it for that, but... It is silly in a way, you know. Hey, man, you had a silly song. I had a silly song with Medicine Man, so yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think this song, it is silly in its own way, but I don't know, like the melodies and shit on the song is really great. I mean, and Vulgar Display of Power, man, for, you know, for years I would have said that was my favorite um, Pantera album, but then, like, I just think that I... Trend Kill was the one I always went back to all the time, even more mm-hmm. so than that. So that's kind of... Um, it's weird. I think Far Beyond Driven would be my favorite. Overall, really? that like 
sound of that album yeah. probably is their peak, I think. I mean, that was definitely when they were at their biggest. I mean, geez, that was like a huge deal when that debuted on the Billboard number one. Hmm. Or debuted at number one on the Billboard charts. Like, that was a big deal. That was like the first fucking, like, heavy band to do that. Like, And I don't know if a heavy band has done it since. If they have, it doesn't really count because I feel like heavy metal now is just so fucking Mr. Rogers, family yeah, friendly. Mickey and I Mouse, think too... It doesn't fucking matter. I think how sometimes you see something like, oh, this was number one. This was number one. I think there was more competition. Oh, back then. Back then, then yeah. even in the 70s or the 80s or 90s, you had more competition. Yeah. But then as it hit the 2000s and later, people don't like release as many albums at a time right. or something. Because back then they were like, every like two years they were hitting something. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You had all these artists putting out albums. Now it's like they only kind of do it like, uh, we'll do it like every like eight years. Maybe we'll do it like once a decade or like Tool. We'll do it like once every like ten years. <laughs> well, yeah, Tool. So you had a, a lot of like story. hungry fucking bands back then in the '90s too. So that means a lot. But now yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of competition back then, and back then metal was like dangerous. Still, like you know what I mean. Like it wasn't like now. What the fuck is danger? What is dangerous about music now? You know what I mean? Like, now musicians got to put, like, like Post Malone has to just, like, get Sharpie tattoos <laughs> all over his face. Like, it looks like somebody wrote with a Sharpie all over his face. I think it's because rock and isn't just danger. Like, it's like rap is the kind of danger. Yeah. But then, like, that's not even dangerous anymore. So, like, they had to just go to just, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are they even doing? I don't know, but I think I'm, like, kind of ripped. You are. Yeah. I can tell. I'm fucking ripped. Like, fucking... Because you're flexing and singing and pounding your chest. (laughs) Well, maybe this is the key uh, to a, you know, successful episode. I don't know, but... (laughs) All right, I don't know. Well, hey, I was, you know, half asleep when you got here and we were starting, so the alcohol has woke me up. I drank extra coffee and everything to get amped up for this. And nothing was working. But then we started drinking Bloody Marys. Red Eye Habanero Bloody Mary from Texas. Anyhow, so your number seven. My number seven, it's another one that you're going to be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Because I always do that. I always have some what the fuck. You got like Cat Scratch, their cover of Cat Scratch. No, I try not to put covers on here. If you remember, Juice Priest, my number one. Would be Green Man Lishi, but I don't put covers on there. That one doesn't count. Yeah. So my number seven <laughs> I, is Avoid the Light from the Dracula 2000 soundtrack. Damn. You got deep. And I like that song because it's got this acoustic It's got this like acoustic little thing, and then he goes into some spoken word thing, and he's like... Vampires, blah, blah, blah. and then he's like, "Avoid the law, avoid the law." That's basically how the song is. Yeah, no, I know. It's basically I've that, to that song nutshell. like twice. Acoustic-y, yeah, and then spoken word, and then he just shouts the title, but then it goes back. And but the acoustic thing sounds cool because it sounds like it does really fit a horror movie. Yeah. So I don't know. 
It's got like chimes or something too. It's like they're almost getting kind of experimental. That know. one makes no sense to me, but I'll let you have it. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I dig it. It sounds like a John Carpenter song. Or yeah. Something. I mean, you dig it. That's what counts. That's what this is all about. It's just one that it's so funny because I, I don't know. I just forgot about it till recently. Mm. And it was like, oh, yeah, that thing. All right, that's enough of that thing. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should refresh my memory because Andy's probably going to have it. <laughs> I didn't think that, but... <laughs> Well, I know it's funny because there's another one I predicted you would have, but I'll I'll let you see. We'll see if you surprise me. You can me. probably predict the rest of the list, actually. I don't know. I didn't have any preconceived idea of what you would have. Like, just one, this one song, hmm. you know, that, that too came from a, a soundtrack. So, but I don't want to say anything. I don't want to ruin anything. I don't want your... Yesterday does mean shit to me, Andy. I like uh, reminiscing. <laughs> um, so am I moving on to my number seven? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I don't need to talk anymore. You don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> Not a, I mean, well, if you want to talk more about Avoid the Light, but I think you gave a pretty in-depth, you know, yeah. detailed yeah. description of what's going on with that song. All right, my number seven, Suicide Note Part One hmm. from Southern Trend Kill. This, to me, is their best ballad because it's one of the few moments they just wrote an honest-to-God, straightforward ballad. Didn't have to get fucking heavy, hmm. you know? Didn't have to start off mellow and then go into overdrive somewhere. Wasn't, like, too trippy, wasn't like doing like the Sabbath cover at the end of Far Beyond Driven. Hmm. Just a, you know, dark acoustic ballad. And I, I think the whole orchestra like outro thing is kind of trippy a little bit. Hmm. It's not really trippy. It's more like dark and eerie, and I really like yeah. that whole thing. I might put a little pin on that for the best ballad. All right. Well, then you go ahead, because I don't have anything more to say about right. that. To me, it was just like... I remember that being a huge standout when I first bought Great Southern Trend Kill. Like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Hmm. And then it really fucks you up because then part two starts and it's just like, you know, like, so it goes from like their mellowest thing they've ever done to just like their heaviest fucking thing they've ever done. Yeah. Anyhow, Andrew, tell us about your number six. My number six. My number six is like, ooh. I don't know. Ooh. I could go on a whole rant about this. Well, that's what Maybe the, I will, because sure. it's my number six. It is Goddamn Electric from Reinventing the Steel. And Dude, wait. I'm just going to tell you, not to uh, interrupt, but it is also my number six. Oh, holy fuck. All right, so, high five there. There's All where right. we, yeah. Here's what I like about this I'm surprised this we had a couple common it's ones. It's like, so. got this, like, I don't know, the whole Reinventing the Steel has this, I don't know, I'm kind of doing some kind of like, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's got, got a some, groove. It's like, got it's a groove to a, it. Yeah. But then that one, it really spoke to me because he goes, the part of me that's always 16. And it's like. When he references Black Sabbath. and the, yeah. yeah. So I always feel like I listen to other genres of music and stuff, you know. And we've talked about, like, Sturgill Simpson or Jason Isbell. Yeah. Or I like Black Pumas, and then there's, like, Cheap Trick. 
But then some, I always seem to go back to what I listened to when I was 16. And it's fucking heavy metal. And it's the same way. It's like, you, sure, you kind of expand your, you broaden your horizons or expand your palate. But I seem to go back to what I listened to when I was 16. Makes sense. And here's a little rant I had that I want to say this. People seem to introduce me as a metalhead. And I'm not a metalhead. And I don't know if this, I want to say this to you. Because I feel like I'm not a metalhead. Like, maybe it's because I listen to so much music that when I listen to metal, I'm kind of like down here. But then when you have metal, you got like black metal, death metal, like, you know, new metal, all these fucking genres of metal. And I'm like, I basically stick to the new wave of British heavy metal, like that kind of straightforward classic metal. So maybe people that don't have any knowledge of metal, <coughs> they think I'm a metalhead. But then then people like us, who are music aficionados, we're like, oh, well, there's all this other shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not a metalhead to those people. But then I'm a metalhead to these people. So it's weird. I'm, like, in between. Yeah. I don't know. I don't so know. You're Do like you a, feel the same way? I don't know. I don't know if anybody's called me a metalhead before. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Some people have called me a metalhead. I'm like, you're probably. A me- I mean, yeah. I guess we would be metalheads to like, to, yeah, like some yuppie that doesn't really even listen to any metal, you know? Yeah. Thinks that like, oh, Sabbath, that's heavy. Ugh, that satanic stuff. Like somebody that would say that. Like I don't know who would say that anymore, but like. I mean, yeah, but shit, there's like fucking like black metal, and then there's like fucking whoa, stuff man. like that. I'm like, fuck, I don't even, I don't even touch some of this shit. I was worshiping Satan right before you got here, so uh, I mean, I may be a little bit of an actual metalhead. Uh, all right, so damn, dude. Yeah, don't, don't open that door because there's a slaughtered goat in there. Like, just it's a mess. I haven't, I didn't have a chance to. Wash all the blood down the drain before you got here. So you're um, even more of a metalhead than I am because see, you're wearing a fucking Motorhead shirt. Well, fuck you yeah. got a Motorhead banner on the Dude. wall, and you wear like Merciful Fate shirts, and you got like fucking goat. I do have a, a skull goat skull on the wall, yeah. and I'm like fucking like uh, I sacrifice. I, don't know, I got a goat. kiss painting on my wall. That's about it. That's about as far as metal as I am. Would you believe me if I told you I sacrificed that goat a couple years ago and kept yes, the skull? Yes, I would. You probably smoked the goat. You smoked the goat and had it at a barbecue. I did, I did. No, I bought that at fucking Big Lots or some shit, but it's it's about as fucking, well, it is kind of metal looking, though. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Dude, that is metal. That's like the most metal looking thing in the I I hung that up just because I know that it fucks with people. Like, if you're really religious or something and read way too much into shit and you come in my basement, you're going to be like, I'm okay, what's with that? And I'm going to be like, well... This is the altar that my family comes down and prays at every morning while listening to King Diamond. Yeah. Not really, but it'd be really funny to fuck with people. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, like your Britney Spears shirt where you have the little eyes, and her eyes were, like, what, blacked out? or like Oh, you the know? Taylor Swift thing? Yeah. Oh, shit, I said on her head. Spears, yeah. but I mean, Britney yeah, Spears would be a good one, too. If I ever did another round of T-shirts, I would do Britney Spears next. 
Oh, I just had a really fucked up idea that came into my mind, but I can't. I think share I was it. thinking of Britney Spears because everybody's got the free Britney. Now. Yeah. Hashtag free Britney. Yeah. But yeah, it was Taylor Swift. I got the shirt. Hell yeah. Where the hell were we at? So we both had goddamn electric. Yeah, so I had Goddamn Electric have, at number six. I don't have a lot to say about that it's song. It's Goddamn Electric. I think you nailed it. Just has Whiskey a groove. Whiskey and weed or Black Sabbath. Or something yeah. like that. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. He's just like, I think he's just fucking talking about shitty likes. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's just talking about shitty likes. Yeah. You know what's funny is that album when it came out, I was like, yeah, there was stuff I dug on it. And I definitely still, I thought then and I still think now that some of it Dimebag's best guitar work is on that album. Dude, I was going to say that. I was going like, to say that, yeah, musically there's some cool yeah. shit. Or actually, wait, I won't say it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything because spoil there's anything. one song in particular that's not on my list, but I don't want to look at you and have you smile. But Yesterday don't mean shit. It ain't that one, no. <laughs> no, but there's one like song where it's like, dude, when that it came out, it was the lead-off single, okay? So don't uh-huh. look at me and give me the look oh, okay. that it's on your list. But Revolution Is My Name, that was the lead-off single off that fucking album. And I remember hearing that thinking, holy shit, like, I don't know. His fucking guitar work on that was just, like, so out of the box. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it just was like, what in the fuck is he doing? Yeah. And... See, I that's why I still want to buy that album because the guitar work and the musicianship. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's fucking like on a new level. Yeah. I think that's another song of theirs. It is. A new level. Of confidence and power. Yeah. That was from Vulgar Display of Power. It's not on my list, but. Yeah. No, great album, man. Yeah. I, it was, what I would say about Reinventing the Steel is like that album grew on me over time. Like every time I listen to it, I'm like, fuck, this is even better than I thought. I didn't give it enough of a chance when it came out. And I listened to it a lot, hmm. but I felt like it was such a letdown compared to Great Southern Trend Kill. But now I don't feel that way. But like at the time, I did. Like ah, the songs don't live up to it. It's not as great of a complete body of work, which it's not. But man, there's some great fucking moments on that album. But if we're moving on, all right. We both said our number six, so now we're at number five. Correct? Yes. Can you see, still see straight enough to count? <laughs> yeah, I can see straight. Ooh. Oh, okay. So, who wants to start number five off? All right. My number five, here, I'll start it off, because we're already talking about reinventing the steel, and it makes sense, because my number five... Oh, shit. I'm going to have to edit that, because I scribbled it out. Uh, my number five got changed to my number three. Oh, okay. So you go. You go. Well, I'm confused now. Why can't you say your number five? Well, because, see, look, it got scribbled out. My number five got turned into my number three. I know. So what's It your... took us a month to record this episode, <laughs> so Just, I changed but it. But you still have to have a number five. I'm confused oh, wait, what you're talking about. My number five is Hollow oh. from Vulgar Display of Power. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. We still... We still each have a number five. It doesn't matter where I got moved to. Yeah, but I tried to introduce it from saying it was from Reinventing the Steel. Oh, but it's not. Because well, I'll still have something from Reinventing the Steel. You don't have to edit that later. out. It don't fucking matter. All right, so Hollow. Hollow. From uh, Vulgar Display of Power. It's a great you song. You had talked it's about a great song. good ballads. I think that's a really good ballad. It is a great ballad. I love but that song. But then it kind of fucking like kicks your ass later. Yeah. 
It gets pretty. Yeah, it's a nice dark song. You I think like it's the, the bass, and then, boom! Sucker punch. Sucker punch. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's a sucker punch though. Is it a sucker punch? I feel like it eases into it a little bit. It's like do 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 do. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't do these vocals. Makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. You, you can probably hear it in your head. I can hear it in my head. I love your interpretations of these things. Yeah. I think it's great. I think that's one of their best ballads. Yeah. I didn't put it on my list. Oh. I thought about it, but I had a hard time. There was a lot of shit that I wanted to put on this list, and I didn't want to do. Uh, I didn't want to do uh, honorable mentions like we talked about doing. So. Yeah, because I'm notorious crazy for it. Because, because you are, you have more honorable mentions than you have picks. Yeah, I'm like okay. Uh, Pantera has only put out how many albums and how many songs, and somehow I have more honorable mentions <laughs> than they have songs. Um, all right, well, hey, moving right along. So my number five is from Far Beyond Driven. Use my third arm. Hmm. Because he's talking about his dick. It's not really mm. why, but <laughs> just when I said it, I thought that seemed like a good way to say it. Huh. But it's one of those songs like we were talking about earlier, how becoming kind of just makes you want to like put your fist through the wall, yeah. your head through the wall. I feel like that's I feel like all use my songs. I feel like use my They're third just arm. Like... I'm just gonna put my whole body through the fucking wall. Like I'm just gonna <laughs> run through the wall. Like fuck it. <laughs> Like, fuck your wall, Brent. You built that wall. You're still going to fuck it up. Oh, and I'm man. not even going to fix it. But there's just something about, like, that arrangement and just the way it kicks in. It just it has that same kind of, like, you know, just frantic feel to, like, the guitar work and the drums. Then it kind of goes into this groove and the bridge. And I don't know. It's just kind of like this. It's that, It goes back to that, like, I don't have to fucking be able to describe why I dig it. You just have to listen to it. You just have it. to, yeah. You, you either feel it. And you want to. Either you either can feel it and run right through that fucking wall, or you can't. And frankly, <laughs> and you're I, a pussy. I don't have time for it if you can't. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to go do a shot to get on the same level as you. I think. You're hyped up, Andrew. I don't know. I'm scared. Well, we haven't talked in a while. I know. We haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm hyped. I know. Well, I'm finally awake. Oh. I feel like. <clears throat> So, I'm glad we did this because otherwise I probably would have been in bed by now. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, I'm tired. Good night. All right. This is weird because we don't normally do nighttime. We're always it, like, yeah, we're always like drinking Bloody Sunday Marys at 11 a.m. Afternoon yeah. delight, like and Sundays. I don't remember the last time I was drinking Bloody Marys at 8:30 at night. I don't know if I have. Yeah. I probably have. I think the only one. That we ever did at night was the one where I got equally as crazy, and it was the one where I was singing, like, choke on it. Choke on it. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about the darkness. I remember that, yeah. Choke on it. God damn it. Good times. Yeah. Um, episode number four, I think, um, so people are following along at home. Yeah, you can go back. You can listen to it. Yeah. Um. Feel free. Um, here, Andy gets stupid. So yeah, my number five was a song about a dick. Yeah. I think Use your Phil wrote arm. it. I think Phil wrote it about his penis. All right. So number four, 
We're moving right along. All right, my number four is from oh. Cowboys from Hell. It is the title track. Cowboys from Hell. And it is like probably the most basic bastardy metal song ever. And I'm I don't care if it's the most basic bastardy metal song ever. It is, but but that video too. I feel like Walk would be the most basic bastard song to choose. Yeah, but that video, Cowboys from Hell, they they're like moshing or like stage diving, and it's like. If I had seen that, Phil had the like hawk thing, like he had like the long, like his shaved on the sides and shit. Yeah, he had like the mohawk, yeah. like mullet. I whatever don't know, whatever that is. Yeah, but I wish I had it. Just it just looks like a fucking all all out fucking like craziness. And if I was like, I don't know, I didn't get into metal until I was like fifteen. I don't know, ninety eight, ninety nine. But if I had seen this like a year sooner. My mind would have been blown. My like parents would be like scraping up my brains off the um, walls because like that just looks like the most metal thing ever. It's like Cowboys from Hell. They got know? pretty Strobe dark. Strobe lights man. and fucking stage diving and like I don't know, man. How do you not have that on your list, <laughs> Cowboys from Hell? Uh, you know what? Like I don't know. I love that song yeah. still, but maybe it's just because I. Heard it so many times yeah, that it's, I don't. Every go time back somebody calls it. into 105, hey, Blood Cowboys from Hell, yeah, Blood Cowboys from Hell. Um, and here's yeah. something that's also funny about that song. Cowboys from Hell is three words, but I think he says it as one word. Cowboys from Hell, Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm kind of hearing it in my head. Kind of depends. But then there is the before the bridge. There is the cowboys from hell. Yeah, but most of the time it's like cowboys from hell. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I had to put it on my list because it cracked me up too. Hey, is anyone still listening, or have you guys given up and shut this off? If anybody has listened this far, I want you to comment on the Facebook page and say, "Hey, I've made it." I've made it this far. Cowboys from hell. <laughs> I've made it this far. Oh my god! So we have, what was that? Your number four? Yeah. So I've got my four left. I would say maybe we should refresh our drinks, but I'm not sure if you should. <laughs> I should have some water. Yeah. Do you want to get a water? I'm good. Let's. Okay, go. we can just keep going. Keep going, man. Fucking where the cowboys from hell? I don't want you to sober up yet. Just yeah. maybe eventually. Um, so my number four is, I'm pretty confident that you don't have this on your list. My number four is from Great Southern Trendkill. It is Living Through Me, Hell's Wrath. Don't have that on your list, do you? You started, like, getting all excited, like we were gonna... That's a really... Fucking dude, that was like one of my favorite songs dude, on that record, even know. back this, in the day. This is like I hate to break it to you. This is that's like my least favorite Pantera album. Well, I know you told me that already. Yeah, I don't know. We're still friends. I don't know. I don't I'm know. not kicking you out know. yet. Once I hit the stop button on. I don't know, but I feel like you I? are. So I'm no, like, I can't get into that album other than Floods. Man, well, I don't get that, dude. Listen to it again and just. I don't know. Living Through Me, Hell's Wrath. That, to me, was like, even back when I first bought that album, that was one where I was like, 
holy shit, this song is fucking badass. Like, and it's yeah, still, but like, it's not every time I listen to it, I'm like, man, this song is so fucking badass. And it's got like this really weird, like dark breakdown thing in the middle mm-hmm. where it goes into like, like there's no music. There's just like these sound effects and shit in the background. There's and, no music. And then, well, I mean, it's just like these sound <laughs> effects. You hear it and you'll know what I'm talking about. It almost sounds like sound effects from like a movie or something. Like it sounds like metal kind of clinging, huh. or I, I don't know what the fuck. Like I'm picturing shit, but I can't, hmm. can't convey to you what I'm trying to say, Andrew. But there's this breakdown where it just kind of the music cuts out. There's these noises and shit in the background, and then the fucking riff comes back in, and then it kicks, and then it kicks back into another verse. And I mean, I don't know, dude. You just gotta. I'm not gonna sit here and sing the song. But it's fucking. Why not? I sing the songs. (laughs) It's just fucking awesome, man. It's like I don't know. Like I have a hard time. You get down to your top four, and it's really fucking hard, right? But like, I probably would have ranked that higher if I didn't want to butt two things from the same album. Spoiler alert: a little bit right up against each other. Why not, man? You're putting too much. Too many restrictions on <laughs> Well, it doesn't really matter. Just rank them. I just don't like ranking them. I just... Because at the end of the day, one day this would be my favorite, one day this would be my favorite. I just tried to do my top ten that are consistently ten of my favorites. Hmm. You all right over there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you don't... You, you always like go like, I'm going to rank this. Well, it might be my favorite today, but I might not be. Well, because I'm not very... Today. I mean... Do you really? Just come on, just own it. Just own it. Well, I'm owning it. Do you All always right. have the same? Like, don't you feel like if somebody asks you a week from now or a month from now what your top ten Pantera songs are, don't you feel like they vary a little bit? Well, obviously, because I thought my number five was my number five, but then it turned into my number three. Well, see, stop lecturing me. All right, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being a dick. I'm you know just being what? a, I'm, I'm being a dick. It's the Phil Anselmo influence, yeah. man. <gasps> Plus, you never yell at me, so yeah. fuck it, man. You just fucking, you just own. Man, I'm being all bro metal, and you just own that being a dick, and you just yell at me, man. Come on, bro. I don't have feelings. They don't get hurt. Oh, little Pantera's <laughs> gonna cry. <laughs> all right, that was. I don't. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. All right, number three. Your number three. Well, my number three was my number five, but now it's my number three. It's All Cast a Shadow. Huh, that's From Reinventing the Seal. Because it's just like, I changed it because that seems like Vinnie Paul owns that song. That drum is just... And it was good for like running, you know? I don't know if you're like jogging. I mean, I jog sometimes. I fucking hate it, but I do it. All Cast a Shadow. I don't know, man. It's just... It's I like just your interpretation of it. Fucking cool, dude. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that, you know, that's not one I expected to be on your list. You're throwing some curveballs at me. Well, that's what I'm known for. Well, while we're talking about reinventing the steel, let's talk about the opening track, Hellbound. Hmm. That's my number three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good segue. See? You like yeah. that? It's almost like... I should have a podcast or something. Yeah. You want to be a co-host with me on a podcast? Yeah. 
We'll call it A-Sides. Fuck it. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Yeah, And then no. we'll start a band, Band of Fuck. And then we'll start a band called Band of Fuck. And we'll do all kinds of crazy shit. We'll yeah. fucking tour the world, bang all kinds of bitches. Had to whisper that one because my wife's upstairs. Yeah. She'll yeah, just, I got a girlfriend now. She'll just yell at me for talking shit. Oh, yeah. See, you still, you're in, like, the newlywed stage. You don't want to piss her off. Yeah. I've spent 16 years pissing her off, so she's used oh. to it by now, and I'm used to being in trouble all the time. Not really. I'm never really in trouble. I got a good know, thing man. going. I got Sorry, Pantera just makes me, like, fucking bro out. You're just, you're just ma- too macho. Oh, yeah. It's the testosterone down here. It's disgusting. It is. So I don't really know. I don't have too much to say about Hellbound other than like I think that just the scream, that right? Just the chorus. Just, like, just when he's Hellbound, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to start trying to sing shit because that's what you're for. Yeah. So anyhow, um, I feel like I should have some big, long description as to why I like that, but it's just heavy, it's Pantera, it's Hellbound, and fuck yeah. So what's your uh, number two, Andrew? Well, I'm realizing because I actually had like a weird way I ranked them, and I did it like reverse order maybe or something, uh, but a few that I had on a rough draft and crossed them off and didn't use them was It Makes Them Disappear. That one was Reinventing the Seal, and that one disappeared from my list. Drag (laughs) the Waters disappeared from my list. Drag the Waters is a great song. But my number two is maybe, I would almost say this is the most basic bitch. Basic bastard, sorry, the most basic bastard Pantera song. This love. Well, I don't know because I like this song, but then I like it because it was used on Beavis and Butthead, and like Beavis is like, oh, little Pantera is gonna cry. Oh, little Pantera is gonna cry. And it's just like, I don't know, like, I like their ballads, how they kind of, they don't do ballads, they do like these fucking things where you think they're going to be a ballad and then boom they like sucker punch you or dick punch you dick punch you and they're not ballads sucker punch is overused boom talk about dick punches boom dick punch yeah I don't know I like that song didn't make my list but I like that song I always dug it Uh, so I wrote down balance of soft and heavy riffs balance of soft and heavy riffs I think he says that in there doesn't he it was balance of soft and heavy riffs. And then, <laughs> that was no, one of the spoken words parts. No, no, no. That was the original version yeah. before the record producer came and I said, no, 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 no. How about I'd kill myself for you? I'd kill yeah. you for myself. It's like, ah, shit, that is heavier. You're right. So they changed the lyrics. You take this love. It's a great song. Yeah. It's fun live, you know? Like, you see it live and it's, you know. Well, you didn't see it live. Well, I saw it with Phil Anselmo and the Illegals, man. I just shook my head like that. Yeah, man. What are you doing? You're doing something like that. Throw my neck out, man. I'm too old to be that metal anymore. I can't do this shit. I'm going to get hurt. I was headbanging on a podcast and I threw my (laughs) neck out. (laughs) Sorry, man. I got to call in. I'm calling into work. Yeah, uh, 
I was doing work around the house, I swear. I definitely was not headbanging on a podcast. <laughs> and never mind. Actually, it happened at work. I'm going to need you to pay for it. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, man. My number two. My number dose. My deuce. Your deuce? All right. I'm going to talk about... Deuce! <laughs> what? All right. I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to talk about the day that Great Southern Trend Kilt came out and that girl that I never fucked took me down to the record store and I bought that album and got it home and put it in the CD player and that opening track you know just that fucking god damn and then it was a brown note you dropped the douche well I don't know if I did that but Uh I might have I might have shit my pants no but dude Come on. I know you saying like, I don't like that album that much. But that opening track, mm. that is the most Pantera. It is the most Pantera moment in Pantera's history. Other than my number one song, in my opinion. But my number two song, Great Southern Trend Kill. Like, I don't know, man. That fucking dude, like, that was like just getting punched in the fucking face the first time you heard that. And didn't expect it, like... You're talking about, like, a band that was uh. notorious for being, like, the heaviest fucking thing at the time. I would probably say the most Pantera thing is probably becoming that. I don't know. That is the most Pantera thing. Like, All right. If you're going to keep if you're gonna keep doing these hand gestures, we got to get a fucking camera in here and start, like, recording this. <laughs> Other than the fact that I feel like I just laugh like a fucking moron and look <laughs> stupid the whole time. But, dude, your hand gestures are a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, dude, Harry is really good at doing some crazy shit, <laughs> making facial expressions and doing these janky-ass air guitar things. But, like, everything you've done tonight with your hands, I'm like, why did we not fucking <laughs> record video on this? It should definitely be on YouTube. We need a channel. We need a YouTube no, channel. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> All right. So, my number two, Great Southern Trend Kill. You apparently don't have a whole hell of a lot to say other than the fact that you don't like that record that much. So. Hey, I had Floods, at least, on there. Um, You know what the weird thing is? Is that Far Beyond Driven would probably be my favorite record, but I don't have anything from it. Hmm. That's pretty weird. Yeah, it's weird. Did you... Just say it's your favorite record to sound hardcore, like a hardcore fan. No, because I talked about <laughs> Becoming. I don't know. It's like that album is Pantera. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but nothing individually, like the set, that album as a whole is awesome, but nothing kind of individually really grabs me. But as a whole, it's Pantera. But there are other albums, like I don't really... I think... Here's what I'm trying to say. There are other albums, I don't like them as a whole, but I like individual tracks. Hmm. But that one I like Far as Beyond a whole. Driven's got some turds. It didn't need good friends and a bottle of pills. I fucked your girlfriend last night. <laughs> I don't know. It's got that bro. Yeah. <laughs> Smacked her ass. She called me daddy. Whatever the fuck that whole thing was. Like, I can't even, like, still to this day. Wait, which one has I mouth still, of war? Still. That's vulgar display of power. See? What's your point? <laughs> like, I don't 
Like you're just saying you like Mouth of War? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't well, know. I love got, that song, it, too, but... It's got all their amped up, like, fucking rock shit. Oh. Shit. When you think of Pantera, you think of that fucking amped up... Yeah. Fucking like I am. I'm amped up. But that was Vulgar's Play of Power. I thought you were talking about Far Beyond Driven. Oh. Well, then maybe I like... I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Which we were supposed one to do is this Andy? God damn it! Did you forget what record you were talking yeah. about already? Okay, because I'm going to just say this: Far Beyond Driven. driven if yeah. You, if you just take Good Friends and a bottle of pill, Far Beyond Driven's the one that had Five Minutes Alone and I'm Broken were the two hits and Becoming, yeah. Strength Beyond Strength. But anyhow, if you took Good Friends and a bottle of pills and the fucking Sabbath cover at the end. Yeah. It just took those off that album. That would be a perfect Pantera album. But they yeah. put those two fucking tracks on there. So yeah. fuck them. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm more of an individual Pantera song guy than an album. Okay. Well, album guy. All right. So I said my number two. So are you on to your number one? You're on to your number one. Yeah. What's your number one? You know what it is. No, no. Because you're just leaving your notebook laying there. <laughs> I just looked at it when you were talking mm. about this love. Well, I don't want to introduce your number one. You My number to. one, I don't know how to introduce it. Cemetery Gates. Oh, I thought you forgot, forgot how to pronounce cemetery. I don't know. No. I don't know how to introduce it. But I would just say it is basically if Fade to Black, No More Tears production with Zach Wilde, and uh, Sebastian Bach's vocals had a baby. It'd be interesting. Yeah, because it's still, it's got this fucking heavy, like, power ballad thing going on, but it's got this really clean production, but then it's got, like, this kind of operatic, and it's got, it's got, like, all these fucking parts of metal all in one. So how can you not like that song? I don't know. I don't. I like it. Yeah. I love that song. Man. I was listening to it today, in fact, and I was like, I had to go back through my list like, is that not on my list? But it's hard. It's a lot of songs. A band that only had, you know, a handful of albums, but there's a lot of great songs. I don't know, dude. It's like, it's like that thing how we were saying they were like one band, then they trained it. Right. And then they went into this other trajectory. That is like a power ballad. It is an 80s power ballad, but it's like, I don't know, it's got more like the it's guitar unique. work. Like it's, it's like, got, yeah. fucking grabs you by the balls. Yeah. It's its own thing, man. It's like, it's a power ballad, but it's definitely like, there's never been a power ballad like that since. Yeah, but it's not like then, wussy. Yeah, there never was one before. Yeah. But yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. All right. So that's all I got to say. You just got that. defensive like I was going to, you know, disagree with you. I don't disagree with that. Uh-huh. There's not really going to be like, like I said, like I already mentioned, like, I don't need like good friends and a bottle of pills, that stupid ass song that I will bring up every time anybody talks about Far Beyond Driven. Like that song did not need to be on that record. It was fucking stupid. If you would have had that on your list, I would have been like, dude. Or if you would have started putting like covers on there, like 
come on, man, let's talk about their cover, A Hole in the Sky. Well, yeah, their cover, A Hole in the Sky, is fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. But, actually, I Electric funeral. Yeah, and I forgot that they had a cover of that, too, because that was, like, on the uh, Nativity in Black thing, wasn't it? Yeah, they've got that and Planet Caravan. So they've got three three Sabbath covers and what... Scratch fever. Which is cool, but like I didn't ever I was yeah. never a big fan of Planet yeah. Caravan anyhow. It's like okay. Yeah. But I didn't need their cover of that either. Like yeah. they didn't need to have that on Far Beyond Driven. Yeah. It just needed to just not be That was just the stoner in them, I think. Being like, hey, probably let's put this at the end of the record. Because they were just fucking high as shit and recorded it. So, my number one. I'm pretty. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't on your list. Like I thought, maybe we'd have this one coming. No, it's not that basic, bitch. But mouth for war. <laughs> I love that song um, though. But it is like, to me, it does kind of epitomize Pantera. Fucking hostile. That one. Yes. Oh, okay. Now you took my fucking intro. Away, oh, sorry. All right, edit that out. Fucking hostile. No. But <laughs> oh. We'll leave well, your shit, intro man. in. I've got a little story. Well, uh, to hey, go you go that, for it. I got a story no, too. But you, you go ahead. You do your story because it's your song. Okay, <laughs> it's not my song, but well, so obviously that is a pretty Pantera song. Yeah, like there's just something about it, man. Like, and I, it's like I still like when I saw Phil up at the Slayer fucking mm. farewell tour thing a couple years ago. Like, they played it, and it's still just that song has so much energy. Like, it's just so, you know, in your face. And So the only story I have is when I when I got this album on CD, right, and I'm playing it in my room, and my dad was always a bit more uptight than my mom, but um, I would still, like, never try to, like, have it too loud to where they would hear it if they were home or whatever. But one day I, le- I left this album playing, and I left my door open and, like, went outside for something. Or, I don't know, went to the bathroom or in the basement. or I don't know what the fuck it was. But I just remember coming upstairs and thinking, oh, shit, fucking Hostile was the next song. And I was gone for way too long. And I just remember <laughs> coming through the kitchen and my mom's like, I just want to tell you that I don't appreciate the language coming out of your room. And you just better make sure your dad doesn't hear that. <laughs> Oh, damn, damn. <laughs> but it was just funny because I just still remember it, and it was that song because it was like I totally knew, like, I came up, I came back upstairs or in from the garage or something. I was like, like, I was in panic mode, like, oh, fuck, that song you is knew. playing. Yeah. And, you know, because you got to figure, like, yeah, like the first few tracks on that album, not that, because you got, like, what? You got Mouth for War, New Level, Walk. This love, and then I think it's fucking hostile. And so, yeah, like the first few songs aren't really vulgar, right. you know what I mean? So, like, you could sit there and listen to those, and like, mom and dad weren't gonna think anything of it other than like, oh, it sounds like it's bad, but I don't hear any cuss words, so I guess I can't go yell at him. But it sounds like he's, you know, up to no good. <laughs> but then that song comes on, it's like, oh, that motherfucker's up to no good. I'm gonna break my foot off on his ass. <laughs> but anyhow, so I don't know. I don't know why that memory popped in my head, but that was a nice little trip down memory lane. Yeah. Mem- yeah <laughs> memory, it is. memory lane in my that's head. That's the whole point of this podcast. 
right? It is. It is. Yeah. So I'm going to thank my mom so next time I see her, which will be like a couple days. I'm going to be like, Mom, thank you for not smashing my Pantera CD. That was probably the sweetest thing you've ever done. <laughs> I still have that. I still have the same copy over there on CD, mm. you know? I know, right? I should have my mom sign it. Mm. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I think we're just getting weird at this point. Yeah. Too much alcohol. Is the only thing I have to say about that song right. is that way back when I started in radio, it was 03. I was an intern. Then I got hired on uh, to do part-time weekends. So they had me go midnight to 6. And I worked midnight to 6. And they used to have something called Extreme X on 99X from like midnight to 3. And like for some reason, Bayhan. He, like, let me kind of, like, um, they call it spike songs when you play songs that aren't on the rotation and throw them in. So I don't know what I was doing. I was, like, 19, and I was an idiot, and I was, like, throwing in my own shit. <laughs> but I didn't listen to heavy stuff that much. So my heavy stuff in, like, 03, if you can imagine this, would have been, like, I don't know, Static X or Corn, or, like, Cold... Or, uh, I don't know. It was a lot of new metal shit. But then when it came to Pantera, we had switched a building to a new library. Uh, so the thing was, people were like requesting, if some people were up late drinking, they wanted to hear Pantera. So what I had to do for fucking Hostile was take the fucking and reverse it and flip it backwards so it was like Woo, hostile <laughs> so that's the song that played on the air it was like hostile <laughs> because that's the way we could edit it was to just reverse that part grab that you know in your editing program right and reverse it wow. hostile <laughs> so i don't know just making it, that song makes me laugh it's funny yeah this seems like a weird one to try to like why but you know, Buck yeah. Cherry kind of, their last five singles have all had the F word in it. Yeah. To where they have to do the same thing. It's like unlistenable. Why put that shit on the radio? Like, I don't know. Silly. Silliness. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say something. I don't know. It's just funny. Like, you take it and, and, and do the reverse. <laughs> yeah, but Almost I think like the, other, the other uh, token... Or the other side of the coin was, um, it reminded me of Corn. They had, y'all want a single? And it was, uh. y'all want a single, say fuck that. Well, their thing was, y'all want a single, say suck that. Oh, really? So for so worse. long, all I heard was suck that on the radio. And then I bought the CD, I think, years later, and it was like, fuck that. And I was like, oh, weird. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. Like, suck that's that much better? Like, if you're driving yeah. in the car with your kids and it's yeah. like, hey, Bobby, what's that mean? Like, well, how do you answer that? Well, I guess it's time for the talk, son. You pull yeah. the car so over. So it's just and... funny they actually recorded the suck a lyric. Yeah. Instead of just. Yeah. I mean, I've heard them doing that, recording like alternate versions, but it's just fucking silly. So we didn't touch on the. Uh, Far Beyond Driven, the original album cover with the butthole and the giant drill bit going up the anus. 
Oh, you talked about that once, I think, on a previous episode, because you bought it, right? I did, yeah, I own it, yeah. yeah. I don't know why, you know? Like, yeah. I had to have the version with the butthole. You just had to have a butthole. I did. I was like, you know, I just want the old sodomy version. Yeah. So, well, I tell you Isn't what. Isn't there one like that, too? You do have that, because you got typo negative, and there's the one where there's the anus. It's origin of the feces, right? I don't have that, no. Oh. I didn't buy that one. Yeah, but what when did you buy? You... I pre-ordered the uh, the first one, uh, but I honestly I canceled the pre-order on it because I've just been having bad luck with pre-orders oh, really? through Amazon. So I said fuck it and just what canceled was the it. First one. God damn it! Because uh, I thought it was Origin of the Feces. So I was trying to make a joke here. Uh, How you like buttholes on your album covers? Well, <laughs> this one was the fucking like crotch shot of the dick and the what the fuck was it? It yeah. was. Uh, I'm just drawing a blank. Oh, on slow, the, deep, and slow, hard. deep and hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, no, I pre-ordered it, but then I was like, man, eh, fuck, man, I'm tired of fucking with Amazon's pre-order bullshit. I'll wait till it comes out because, yeah. like, well, I pre-ordered that White Lion big game. Yeah. Like fucking months before it came out, and then like it came out, and I got a notification that it was like delayed, and that there was like no. Uh, release date or, or yeah. no like delivery date for it or something and so Brian was texting me because he got the same notification and then he texted me like the next day and was like hey just so you know because I told him I said well I canceled my order because fuck it at this point and so he texted me the next day and was like just so you know I canceled my order but then I went in and reordered it and now I've got a delivery date hmm. I was like oh okay so I went in and reordered it and I got it like a week later like, not even. Hmm. Like, a matter of days, and I had it, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, I pre-order it months ahead of time, like the minute it was available, yeah. practically. And then when it comes out, I get a notification that I'm basically not getting it. But then I cancel my order and reorder it, and I get it within a matter of days. Like, that's fucking stupid. What do they got going on over there? I don't know. It's a racket. It sounds like <clears throat> I mean, it that, sounds like a record store day racket. I mean, Brian works yeah. for Amazon, and even he was like, yeah, fuck, you know, what the hell. But he, it was funny because he canceled his order and reordered it and then came across it at a record store and bought it and then canceled his order again. But then, like, I had it in the mail, like, two days later, so it was like, well, whatever. I feel but. like this. Is Amazon really a company or... They're just Amazon Marketplace, where they just give people... Just distribute. Yeah. yeah. Distribution. Yeah, distribution. So it just depends. It's like a random distributor or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think they are just kind of like a distribution warehouse for, you know, some people. So. Yes, yeah, so uh, if you want to sell shit on there, you can sell shit. But then you're buying it from them. You're not buying it from Amazon. But you think you're buying it from Amazon. But I think, I think you have to. You have to ship. I think you have to ship your stuff to Amazon and have them store it in your warehouse so that they can ship it. Like I don't know because Maui Jim, we have things that are called web orders. So we'll get special carts that'll come in, and those are Amazon orders, but they're really us. But we throw away the invoice so people don't know that it's from Maui Jim. They think it's from Amazon because it says Amazon on the shipping label. Hmm. Well, that's fucking weird, Amazon, you crooked cocksuckers. See, I don't think Amazon actually has anything. 
It's just our inventory or like their inventory or their inventory. Hmm. But then we throw away the invoice. I don't know. So there's no record of man we Jim touching it. I think I think that's how that works. At least it's like a third party. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. You have to ask Brian. I don't know. I'll forget by the time I talk to him. We've had a lot to drink tonight. Yeah. Not really, but. Yeah. Well, I have. You have for you. You gonna eat those pickles? Oh, or do you God. not like pickles? You just no. I do like pickles. Like, no, they're soaked in beer, so I was afraid. I don't like pickles. I just like stirring my drinks with them. Well, they're soaked in vodka, not beer, which is probably worse. But those are really mm. good pickles. Well, I gotta tell you, Andy. <laughs> I don't know if anyone listening can handle any more of your chest pounding, so it's probably time to wrap this up tell the good folks how appreciative we are of them listening to us and all our shit talking about Pantera. So, you know, Vinny, Dime, Rex, Phil, thanks for the years of great music. And, uh, thanks for listening (laughs) to A-Sides. Until next time, motherfuckers. Damn, what am I doing? Long time ago, I never knew myself.